0: hi this is the podcast channel of lighthouse church in ottawa canada we are a family we don't do life alone we are about the one each and every one thank you so much for tuning in today our hope and prayer is always for life change here is today's message be blessed as you listen in psalm 27 verse 1 psalm 27 verse 1 The scripture says the psalm says the Lord is my light and my salvation whom shall I fear the Lord is the refuge and fortress of my life whom shall I dread. You can imagine what David has gone through or is going through when this psalm was written when he's able to say the Lord is my light and my salvation and I really want to lean into the the Lord is my light the Lord is my light. If the lord is your light you can say amen or type the lord is my light the lord is my light the lord is our light so thinking about light what is light in in the context of what has been laid upon my mind and to share with us today light is that which stimulates sight and make things visible i'm sure people who do physics will have Uh, a more complicated definition for that and maybe some other fields will have their definition but for for today i'm saying light is that which stimulates sight and makes things visible so in life when we talk sometimes we can use the term he has seen the light or she has seen the light unfortunately sometimes people attach those kind of statements with a breakup and they say oh she's seen the light she's left him or something like that some some people maybe they've just seen the light or are seeing the light Uh, i pray that god will help you in jesus name but when you think about light you then think about what is the absence of light or the opposite of light and that is darkness darkness essentially is the absence of light in darkness there's no clarity because there is no sight in this context ignorance is associated with darkness what you don't know you don't know so what you don't know you are in the dark about so when we say things like somebody's in the dark about a situation it means that they don't have a clue what is going on or they don't even have a clue something is going on and that is darkness like i said ignorance is associated with darkness so when we think about the purpose of light essentially is to avoid darkness, is to avoid ignorance, is to avoid confusion, is to avoid lack of clarity. And again, we say things like they want to shed more light on the matter. When they say they want to shed more light on the matter, it means that obviously they want to introduce more clarity into what is going on. Unfortunately, sometimes when they say they want to shed light on someone's matter, That's when some people might bring uh, a chair and popcorn to really listen to the gist. But the purpose of light essentially is to avoid darkness. When the psalmist says, the Lord is my light and my salvation, the light here we're talking about is linked to deliverance, is linked to providing a way of escape, is linked to salvation. And I pray that the Lord will continue to serve as our light in the name of Jesus thinking about that a bit more and we think about the Lord being our light we could also say the Lord opens the eyes of my mind or gives me the ability to imagine so the Lord opens the eyes of my mind or gives me the ability to imagine sometimes God is showing us or trying to get us to see the kind of plants he has for us and because we can't quite visualize it it is hard for us to work in the purpose that he has designed for us to be in when you think about the life of Abraham or Abraham and in his walk with God God had to on the night bring him outside you see this in Genesis 15 God asked him go outside I want you to look towards the heavens or look towards the stars and count the stars God was using what he could see to get him to see what he couldn't see and God said if you're able to count them then he said to him so numerous shall your descendants be so God is trying to get him to be able to visualize the purpose and what God has in store for him and when I read this text one of the things that really came to my mind or in the life of David as well was while somebody's story and while your story, my story, I might be in the period of my life where I'm fighting lions or, or beers in, in the wilderness, or I might be at the time where I am slaying giants. But beyond the part and the season we are in life, in the example of David, God was looking at a king. Beyond that... God was looking at the four or the the great-great-great-grandfather, whichever way you want to put it, of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. You know, and that is so profound. In one of the conversations I had recently uh, with Pastor, we are discussing the life of David. and, And one of the things that came out was that at the point that God was saying to Samuel, I have found somebody. After my own heart, who will do, you know, my bidding? We found out that, that according to history, David had not been conceived. And if you think about that and think about the plan that God has for you and the plan that God has for me, it is beyond sometimes the seasons of our lives. And I want to encourage us to appreciate How God sees us, and that links to you know the sermon that we heard last week in terms of how God sees us. And I want to encourage you today that beyond the giants, beyond the lions, beyond being a fugitive, God sees a king, and he sees a king in you, he sees a king in me. And I pray for all of us that we will fulfill purpose in the name of Jesus. In the context of light again, the Lord gives me clarity the lord gives you clarity clarity about situations clarity about what the plan of the enemy is you can say the lord exposes the plan of the enemy what is important about the light here is that we are essentially using our edge in god as our light to address situations to address how we confront the enemy and you think about the life of David there's so many instances where you read in the in the scriptures where it says David inquired of the Lord David inquired of the Lord David inquired of the Lord for David and some of his descendants that walked in the path of righteousness you find that they don't go to war without inquiring of the Lord they don't take a step they don't even do anything without inquiring of the Lord in Jeremiah 11 18 the text says something along the lines of because the Lord revealed their plot to me and that is what the light the purpose of the light of God can do in our lives it reveals and exposes the plan of the enemy the scriptures actually says for at that time he showed me what they were doing how many of us would love to be in that situation Where God, you walk with God to the point where he exposes the plan and the imagination of the enemy about you, about your life, about your loved ones. And you can address that in prayer before anything like that happens. And I pray that God will elevate our status in our walk with him to the point where he is able to be our light to that extent in the name of Jesus. Another purpose of how the Lord is light is the Lord directs or redirects my path. The scriptures that comes to mind around this is Luke 5.5. When Simon, an expat fisherman and his team, they've been by the water fishing all night and they didn't catch anything with their God knows how many years of experience. And Jesus comes into the situation and says, you know, do X, Y, and Z. And, you know, I don't know what entered Simon to say to him, you know, we've walked all night and we didn't catch anything. But if you say so, if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. He said, if you say so, you know, it's the same water, it's the same net, and it's just a little bit of a redirection. So you've been doing it like this. And Jesus said, you know, do it like this. And Simon had that willingness to go, if you say so, you know, I will do it according to your word. And I wonder how many of us are in a season of life where we are in that category of just saying, if you say so, Lord. You know, if you say so, Lord, I will do it. If you say so, you know, we've been banging our head maybe against the wall, trying to use what we've learned, what we know, our experience, education um you know even sometimes scriptural knowledge to attack a situation and god is impressing on our heart to say do it like this and if you're in that category i want to encourage you if god is laying on your heart to do it in a particular way or to address a situation in this particular way just join the club of simon and say if you say so lord i will do it another story in the scriptures that It's kind of similar to that in terms of redirecting our path is the path of King David. You know, he was doing excellently well until somebody decided that it was his backyard that they wanted to have a shower or a bath. When I was reading that story, I think, how many things represent a shower or or that bath in our backyard? It could be our mobile phone. It could be our friends. It could be the books we read. It could be the company we keep that represents just that backyard that is just so, the proximity is so close to us that it just takes a leap, a look, and then we are in a tangent that God has not designed for us. But thank God for the grace, thank God for the mercy of God that prophet Nathan was used by God to redirect David. It's very ironic that prophet Nathan actually gave David a parable and say, you know, a man, you know, had all this uh, amount of possession and decided to do this to his neighbor. And King David was so vexed. He said, that kind of man, we need to kill him. We need to punish him and prophet nathan said king david you are that man not only was that story so powerful in redirecting him king david also had a heart that can be broken to be redirected and i pray for all of us today that we will get to that level that regardless of how far we have gone on a tangent that by the grace and mercy of god when we hear his call We will have the ability to be redirected we will have that teachable heart to be redirected and that will be our portion in the name of jesus and my last point on this is the lord provides me illumination the lord provides me illumination and illumination in the context of wisdom in the context of foresight in the context of insight And the story in the scriptures in 2nd Kings, 2nd Kings 7, when there was a huge famine in the land, Elisha replied to the people that inquired of him and he said, Listen to the message from the Lord. He said, By this time tomorrow, the markets of Samaria, six quarts of choice flour will cost only one piece of silver. This is in a land and a country where they have almost resorted to cannibalism because of how hungry people are. It's like saying in this season we are is a good example. It's like saying by this time of August, you will be getting multiple invitations for interviews when you're not getting maybe any at the moment. The Lord gives us foresight and insight. And I pray, especially in this season where a lot of people are uncertain, that God will give us the foresight and insight that we need to navigate this season in the name of Jesus. I pray for, you know, people who are looking for a career opportunity in this season, no matter what the marketplace is saying, that God will give you the insight and the foresight you need in the name of Jesus. And as I was preparing for this, a word came to my mind to share with a particular person. You've always felt that maybe your parents just, you know, sent you to Canada and left you by yourself. And that you always kind of feel abandoned. Over this COVID season, if we can call it that, that noise has intensified in your heart. And is kind of almost tempting you to, to use that that excuse to maybe do things that you wouldn't normally do or misbehave. I want to encourage you, don't listen to the lie of the devil. Be encouraged in this season. The song we sing about in the pressing, in the crushing, God is making a new wine out of you. Don't feel abandoned. Don't feel Don't feel isolated. The Lord will be your, your light. And I also want to encourage you to think about the character of David whilst he was in the wilderness through all those years his character was being built so be encouraged and the lord will be your strength in the name of jesus and don't listen to the lie of the devil and i say all of this to say to us that jesus is the light jesus is the light john chapter 8 verse 12 when jesus spoke again to the people he said i am the light of the world i am the light of the world whoever follows me will never walk in darkness whoever follows me will never that's a promise will never walk in darkness but will have the light of life i pray that is our portion in the name of jesus so how does he be our light there are so many ways that the lord is our light but there is two that has been laid on my heart As critical to our work especially in this season there's a book I read as a guy I used to listen to his audio a lot Jim Rohn. he said something that really always stays in my mind he said there are no new fundamentals the things I want to share with you are fundamentals it's not new they are fundamentals the first way that the Lord is our light which is very very fundamental to our work with God is revelation of the scriptures revelation of the word of God this really is particular to us who have already accepted Jesus as our Lord and personal savior we have said that Jesus is the Lord of our life we believe that he died on the cross for our sins and he rose again so that we are alive in him through that action of the cross So for individuals like that, you and I, it is very important that the manual that the Lord has given to us as our light, we actually use it. You know, sometimes we pray, Oh God, I really want to know you. I want to get to know you. And God is saying, You have the Bible, which is my word. As some people will say, they say, How far? How far in that journey of getting to know God through the scriptures a lot of the revelation we will get about our journey in life will be revealed through the scriptures I want to use a scenario for us here where imagine there's an organization you would love to work with and then they eventually invite you for an interview as an icebreaker they decide oh let's start with an easy question what do you know about us Imagine that, say, what do you know about us? That's like, you know, a simple icebreaker question. I have to tell you, having interviewed a lot of people in my, you know, in my career, you know, as a recruiter, I have heard some really interesting answer to the simple question, what do you know about us? You know, some people would, would literally answer the question with the wrong company. They would say the wrong company in an interview that's total lack of preparation some people will say oh my friend said you guys are recruiting so that's why i've come for the interview i haven't really i don't really know much about you and you know some people blatantly say especially over the telephone what's the name of this company again you know and those are examples of really bad answers and the fact of the matter is they didn't have to get it so wrong another scenario imagine there's somebody that you are interested in like you want to go into a relationship with and someone told you oh this guy or this lady they have a blog and in this blog they say everything about themselves everything you know to need to know about this lady is on the blog and you decide ah no i'm just going to wing it anyway and then you decide to go and speak to this person and you said all the wrong things and you essentially blew your chance with this person Again, that's a scenario where you didn't have to get it so wrong. I don't know if I maybe triggered some memory there, but God will help you in Jesus' name. The blood was available and you didn't have to get it so wrong. The reality of the matter is that we have the word of God and as believers, we don't have to get it so wrong sometimes. He has made it available to us so that we can navigate life journey. I find that... In, in the season where there's a lot of information online and data is so cheap people can post and write whatever they want. It is possible for believers to just find themselves in, in a tangent. And I want to encourage you that in finding yourself, in quote, and in finding the meaning of life, find Jesus. You find Jesus, you find everything that matters and before you read the 15th and 16th book of moses or whatever other books that is supposed to be labeled um spiritual read the bible read the bible get familiar with the bible that will guide you into any other thing that you need to read as a matter of fact you continue to read you continue to get more revelation there are some foundational knowledge god has made available to us and it is so important that we get familiar with that before we start going on any other tangent. The scripture says, and Jesus said, "It said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. The scripture didn't say you should, you shall read a lot of content. It didn't say you should listen to a lot of different videos and you shall be free. He said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Everything outside of the truth is ignorance everything outside of the truth can be misinformation disinformation and any form of alternative truth as they call it these days the reality is that the devil is the author of lies and we have to be conscious as believers where we are getting our information from the devil has no ability to tell the truth so when you are receiving a report when you are hearing or getting counsel you need to be conscious of what the source of that information is what comes to my mind when I say this and as I was preparing for this is what sort of decisions have people around you got you making what sort of books or what sort of decisions have the books and the videos you've been watching or I have been watching has got me making How aligned are my decisions with the scriptures? How aligned are my philosophies and my belief about the things of this life? How aligned are they with the scriptures? And there are so many reports out there. A good example, a very good example that I read recently, is about the late Ravi Zacharias, who at a very young age, uh, a palmist, if that's what they call them, Said to him that he would not travel very much in his life. Imagine that somebody told him at a very young age he would not travel much in his life. And I just imagine if he believed and held on to that report. Ravi, um, who is late now, uh, ended up becoming a, a global Christian apologetic who, who actually preached the gospel in the most, uh, the, the toughest of terrains with atheists with people that you know are you know fundamentalist of other religions he was able to pass the message of the gospel there across the world and imagine if he held on to that report because that was a source of information so as a believer it's so important that you are watchful and mindful of the decisions you are making and where the source and the insight is coming from finally i'll say on this section that The truth is personified in Jesus Christ truth is personified in Jesus Christ in the world we live today people have even they want to change the definition of what is true they are introducing different meanings to what has always been true but the summary of it is the truth about life and everything to do with life it is personified in Christ Jesus So find yourself in his word today. And I want to see some interaction on the screen and some commitment to say, say to somebody, commit to the word, commit to the word of God, find yourself in his word. That is a great start for all believers. And I I pray that God will help us in this journey in Jesus name. So alongside the scriptures, so we're talking about how does god be our light we've talked about revelation of the scriptures alongside the scriptures and in agreement with the scriptures as believers we get what i call abilities we receive many abilities in the church we call it gifts of the holy spirit where i can say it gives us an edge In life journey we have this ability that gives us an edge or abilities that gives us an edge in life journey an example of such ability is word of wisdom or word of knowledge so word of word of knowledge for example is the Holy Spirit transmitting a specific knowledge to you on something there is no way you would have known that fact or known the truth about a situation unless by the help of the Holy Spirit that's word of knowledge A word of wisdom is the ability to be able to properly apply a knowledge. Now that knowledge can be the knowledge that God has given to you in word of knowledge. You also get wisdom to properly apply it. And it might also be something that you've always known, but you receive an insight as to how to use what you've always known in a unique way that helps you to navigate a situation especially in this season where there's a lot of uncertainty we need we need we need that help in form of gifts of the Spirit to navigate our life journey we face so many different situations as single people as married people as parents that requires unique knowledge and unique wisdom that we can only get from God and I pray that that will be a portion in the name of Jesus. As I was preparing this message, another word came to my mind for a particular person that you are in a bit of a tricky position that you need the wisdom of God to be more specific. Somebody is essentially trying to take advantage of you because they have a video of you and they are bullying you on it. I want to encourage you to seek counsel. You can speak to pastor about this. You definitely need the wisdom of God to navigate this season and to find a way of escape and I pray uh, if you're listening and you're that individual that God will provide a way of escape for you in the name of Jesus it is so important that we use the Word of God and the gifts of the Holy Spirit as our guide as the Psalm says the word thy word is a lamp lamp unto my feet and a light unto my part. And the scripture also says in Psalm 119, Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against you. I kind of wrap this section up by saying that if the unit of time is seconds, the smallest unit of destiny is the decisions we make. The smallest unit of destiny are the decisions we make. As a believer, are you harnessing all that is available to you when you're making decisions? The scripture also says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, in all your ways, in all your ways, acknowledge him. If man is a spiritual being, all matters should first be passive from a spiritual perspective, no matter how short you consider it. Something happens... You consider the spiritual element of it, even if it's for a split second, and then you move on. If man is spirit, I believe that that is a guiding principle. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, in all your ways, acknowledge Him. I said earlier that Jesus is the light. In this life, even in the old normal pre-COVID, you could not afford to live in darkness. Not to talk of now, not to talk of when even the superpowers of the world don't know what the new normal looks like. We all need Jesus as our light. John 8 verse 12, as I said, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. John 1 verse 4 to five says in him, that's in Jesus was life. And that life was the light of men in him was life and that life was the light of men the light shines in darkness the light shines in darkness and darkness cannot and has not overcome it regardless of how dark it is the light of God shines brighter and I pray that that will be our portion in the name of Jesus and Jesus said he said it in his word John 6 all that my father gives me will come to me and the one who comes to me I will most certainly not cast out and what that scripture is saying is that the one who comes to Jesus to receive Jesus as their Lord and personal savior Jesus will not reject Jesus will not cast out like David it will be great for you especially if you've not accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, to be able to confidently say, the Lord is my light. It will be great to be able to say, the Lord is my light and my salvation. So if you're listening or watching today and you've not made an intentional decision to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, I want to encourage you, it's the best decision you will ever make in life, to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Saviour. You cannot afford to navigate the rest of your life in darkness. I want to give you an opportunity as I wrap up to, to say a simple prayer. If you want the Lord to be your light, if you don't want to be in darkness, if you don't want to be ignorant about the situations of your life, I want you, um, to, I want to encourage you to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Saviour today. So as we close and wrap up, if you are in that situation, I want to encourage you to say this prayer with me. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure you subscribe to our podcast channel. If you want to be a blessing to others, share the message. To stay connected, download our app and follow us on Instagram at Lighthouse Church Ottawa. We love you.